At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. I guess I gotta move closer. Why? I'm just not comfortable. <laughs> See, I do the show from my couch. Right. Oh, I, I guess. There we go. All right, I do this show from my couch, so I'm usually laying when I'm doing. <laughs> Laying down, laying sideways, whatever. I like to be comfortable. <laughs> it's been a hell of a week. Hey, guess what came out today? Uh, uh, Doctor Strange? No, meatballs! Oh, cool, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a couple of shows behind now. Uh. Um, and... and I I found things out when I was when I was doing meatballs. You like audio stuff or no? Like we were supposed to review Spies Like Us. I didn't have that written down anywhere. It was supposed to be the SNL guys and Spies Like Us movie. Okay. Then we did the SNL, but what was the other thing that we did? Uh, that, that tells you how memorable it was, people. Well, no, it tells you how much alcohol was involved. <laughs> Purple Rain, Deep Dive, that's not it. Yeah, whatever. I, I had it written down on a real piece of paper, and now it's gone. And a real piece of paper. I I think I might have to 
change my background because my face keeps disappearing in the yeah. orange. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we were, we were supposed to, yeah, do a different movie. Um, don't know what to say to that. I got nothing to say to it. Uh, really. Tell me. It happens. Um, let's really just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are you uh what are you partaking in tonight i am drinking a vodka and i believe it is from columbus ohio and mm. it is oyo o y o originally distilled in columbus ohio small batch craft american character vodka Hmm. I got it on the rocks with just a little splash of lemon and it's 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 the first sip of it is really harsh spicy no not not harsh but spicy like there's a lot of flavors going on but now that's been sitting in some ice and I've been drinking it's smoothed out really nicely hmm. let's see that's here. good I'm stuff gonna, I'm gonna move this over here I'm going to pop this up and I'm going to do this. You know what I didn't do for this show? What? I didn't do any onion stories. Oh, that's okay. I think we're going to cut that. It's just, <laughs> just, I don't have the time for that. Cocoa, vodka, pineapple. Oh, that tastes tasty. That sounds it, tasty. It is triple distilled vodka mixed with coconut water and pineapple juice. Oh. Uh, let me tell you, uh, let me tell you, uh, let me tell you, delectable, <laughs> just ever so delectable. I am loving every minute of this. Uh, let's see here. And then while I still have that up later on in the show, it will be boom. Cascade brewing blueberry ale. Northwest style sour ale aged in oak barrels with blueberries. Mm. It is, it is a uh, 10% alcohol and it's in a wine bottle. Oh my. <laughs> That's gonna, when you know your beer is some serious shit when it comes in a wine bottle. <laughs> it's going to be a Fabulous show. <laughs> Fabulous show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and so that's, uh, yeah, that's what I have going on tonight. Um, I also bought, because they, they stocked it again, some more of that Redneck Riviera whiskey. That, that, that stuff goes down real smooth. After the first sip, it starts going down real smooth. I have to get me some. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh that is a pour that over ice and sit on the back porch in 100 degree <laughs> weather oh yeah now my wife was at the store the other day I, I i i go to get some ice out of there and i see these like you're married foot, i know right who knew <laughs> these two foot long you know icy things like you know the icy pops yeah okay but they're like they're like huge they're like two foot long and i start reading them i'm like vodka 
Oh, hell no, they make these. <laughs> Where did she get them? At the, at the Acme down the street. It was hilarious. And then it, she bought a grape Acme. one. There's the, the blue raspberry. And then when I was there yesterday, they have a red raspberry. So I, bought a, I had the grape and like that first bite was a little intense. Like it was very cheap vodka. After that, it was all good. <laughs> all right, I'm about uh, about four minutes off on my timer. I can't believe that. I can't believe you didn't tell me to start my timer. Um, my my timer is remote controlled, which is fabulous. <laughs> so I've got like a a big fifteen inch wide uh, clock with nine inch tall numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like a real recording studio or something wow and i can change it to red if i want it to be like a real recording studio because nice. for some reason all recording studios have had their the clocks red in them, yeah. red yeah um but I, i'm i'm rocking the blue right now uh okay so uh we've we've already burned through what we're drinking what'd you do this week Worked. Yeah. I, and I worked. <laughs> and I worked. Oh, by the way, I worked. Um, You're not our, used to that whole working thing, are you? Uh, well, I'm not used no. And honestly, I, I get home after spending the entire day in the sun, and my body just crashes. Well, it's, yeah, it's like 100 degrees down there now. Yeah, it's it's a hundred degrees outside. I'm out in the sun for eight hours. Uh, yeah, it it is what it is. I I drink. Oh, let's see, two, four, six, eight, eight sixteen ounce bottles of Gatorade a day. Ooh. I'm surprised I don't piss Glacier Blue. It's one of their or glacier freeze that's what it is <laughs> yeah anyways yeah I'm, I'm really surprised i don't piss blue um but it is what it is it's uh like i said it's a stupid job i just gotta sit there and go uh-huh <laughs> i didn't even have to learn a cash register <laughs> or say, or say, would you like pickles on that freaking quarter pounder with cheese? <laughs> I am enjoying my cocoa vodka. Cool. You want you want to see what I worked on Sunday? Is it done? No, it's close. No. How close? Well, you can see pictures if you want to share your computer with me. I might let's see here. Share screen. Maybe. Multiples. And I need to stop sharing. Right there. Go ahead, sir. Is it all big and blown up? It is. So that's the outrigger on the starboard side where he hit somebody and 
crunchy, wow, crunchy. That is that is some serious Oops. damage. Uh, I mean, it looks bad. This is I didn't take a picture before we ground stuff off, and I apologize. So I mean, when you start grinding stuff down, you're like, well, you got to grind off all the cracks and stuff like that. And we, I took a multi-tool and, and dug out that big rectangular piece. Then another view, pretty purple flowers. We tried to unbolt the whole thing from the boat, which means we could have taken it in the garage right. and done it there. But we're pretty sure that not only is it bolted to the arms, it's also like epoxied or like, you know, some sort of industrial seal. Usually they'll glue it. Um, and, I mean, there's, there's like two inch bolts on the inside there. Plus the eight, 10 bolts. I mean, it's, it's, it's bolted on there. Yeah. Usually they'll, they'll glue it as well as, as the yeah. bolts. Um, just think, I mean, cause that two part epoxy becomes a seal. Um, so that's what I'm figuring they did. That's a shit ton of work though, guys. It wasn't that bad to tell you what we were in for, for a while there where we laid the first, a uh, couple layers of fiberglass. It was 80 degrees and we were in direct sunlight. That stuff kicked off so fast that in an hour he was able to grind it down. Yeah. It was amazing. And then we had to clamp it because we needed to make it a little bit more concave. Yeah. Um, so there's all the big clamps. And we wrapped the plywood in uh, saran wrap so they wouldn't stick to the epoxy. And I think that is it. There's pictures of my cat being a dumbass. Kendrick? Yeah. We love Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick loves your microphone. Yeah, he'll be up here soon, I'm sure. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question here in a second. Actually, sure. I'm going to ask you right now. I'm about to turn my fan on. Let me know okay. if you can hear it. And if you can, I'll turn the smaller fan on. But I gotta get some air on me. Oh, go for it, man. I mean, I got the crappy headphones in, but come on. Ooh, I even put it on quiet mode just in case. But I have got to get some air flowing in here. Oh, I can turn this. Oh, I can turn my headsets up here. Okay, cool. What was that? I went into settings and turned my headphones up. That was a weird sound in my ears. Um, all right. <clears throat> I mean, I could, I, I might be able to hear a little, barely something in the background, but it's not bad. Okay. I live with a lot of other noises in our show, so I don't really care. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, no, it gets annoying if it's all the way through a show, I guess. Yeah. But it's oscillating. Ooh, I heard that. I sniffed. I heard it. That damn microphone is so fucking sensitive. <laughs> you suggested I'm, it. Dude, I, well, yes, I did. But I. <laughs> you have no one to blame but yourself. I also thought that your room was kind of self-contained and away from everything else and it's it's not it's really. not no. no 
No, I have a, I have a drape between me and the TV. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. We might have to get you a shed. <laughs> I have a shed, but the, I have a shed out back. The only problem is it leans. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> Hit the mute bucket button in the nick of time. <laughs> wow. You all right there? I'm, I'm crying a little. <laughs> I'm all clapped. <laughs> What was that from? Saturday Night Live. Mike Myers as Linda somebody. I think it was the Coffee Daughters and Dogs show. That was it. That was it. That was it. Talk amongst yourselves. So so we have a, a huge... Okay, I have today... No, I have tomorrow off. Yes, tomorrow. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, well, I always have Wednesdays off. I set that up because you and I do very, very bad things on Tuesdays. Yes, yes, we do. Which and, is thank that. Well, I mean, I have Wednesdays off also, so. So, I was, I, I have, uh, I have tomorrow off, and then Thursday comes, and I look at the schedule, and holy hell to God, there is a freaking golf tournament at the golf course on Thursday with 288 people, which is maxing, uh, that maxes out the course. <laughs> that, that means that the company paid $40,000. Oh, man. For for both courses. Wow. I went, okay, well, it's Siemens. There's, that's a, it's a big. Yeah, they got the, they got the jack, absolutely. So then I I keep scrolling through and two days later the the um disabled veterans have a two hundred and eighty eight person event. Holy cow. Well, you know, Memorial Day weekend's coming up, so they they do a lot of stuff for veterans over over this time period. Um but how in the world they could afford our 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 golf course. Hey, more power to them. Uh, Maybe the golf course cut them a break, or who knows? Well, yeah, our our golf course doesn't. Yeah, we don't do breaks. There's, <laughs> we don't do those things here. <laughs> that that that's that's just a no no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I I left work early today. No. Oh. And my my boss, I I I go into the the clubhouse and he's interviewing new people because we had to fire somebody. I'll explain uh -oh. I'll explain that one in a second. <laughs> um so he's interviewing people and and I do the the pull chocks symbol and he's like what the hell does that mean i'm like you're in an interview <laughs> calm down I'm like that's that's pull chocks what does that mean it means i'm leaving i'm going <laughs> home wasn't that from happy days no that's that's in the navy oh uh, well actually it's, I it's, gotcha. it's in the aviation industry when a plane is sitting there and it's it's getting ready to go, and, and the pilot says, he's ready to go. The plane captain who is out in front of the plane doing symbols or 
doing signals, will point at the guys under the plane. He'll do this, and he'll go. And that means that you pull the chocks out. Once they've pulled the chocks out of the wheels, then the plane captain will point at the two guys that are underneath and go. And that means that they exit out to the sides of the plane without stepping in front of the engine. <laughs> Successfully. Successfully. <laughs> yes. I, I'm surprised I still remember half that stuff, but <laughs> I did it for four years, so um, I guess I should remember it. Anyways, what was I talking about, Jeff? Oh. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. -fa -fa. I thought you said Jaffo, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jeff will like that, but. Just another fucking observer. Anyways, what was I talking about Jeff for? We were yeah, talking about. Because he, he was in an interview for somebody that got fired, and you were going to talk about that later. Oh, but you left well, early. We, well, we. I left early, and I, I can't remember where I was going with that story. But the story about the kid that got fired. Oh, God, this one was good. I mean, I was sitting there. It was, uh, I think it was Sunday. It may have been Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. It was a very, very busy day. And one of the, the guys that works and details the carts uh, was off of work, came, wanted to golf, but didn't tell anyone. He just jumped into a cart with two of his buddies and were about to head out to play golf and Jeff came running down he was like no 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 it's, we're too busy you can't you can't golf today and apparently this person got really kind of a healthy oh, yeah that's you know 22 year old kid uh you know titled yeah very much so. Um, entitled his way to a free day off <laughs> for, for the, the rest, rest of his, of his life. <laughs> <laughs> now, the funny thing, the funny thing is that he showed up at the golf course like, like a day ago, after he'd been fired, went out. And started golfing. <laughs> Some balls and, on that boy. And, and so one of the guys that I work with went up to him and said, did, did you pay for golf? He goes, you guys fired me. I don't have any money for golf. And he's like, why are you here then? He was, you understand that it's $100, $110 to play this course. And what you're doing is basically theft. And, and so, so little boy, <laughs> little boy gets off of his cart and walks home. Um, I just, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And honestly, I, I will say this, that little boy, he was banging all the girls that drive around in the drink cart. That was that was bothersome to me. Oh, <laughs> nobody should have that much fun. <laughs> uh, 
All right. I'm, I'm done. He wasn't okay. So that if anyone from my work listens to this and gets offended that I said that he wasn't sleeping with all the cart girls, just most of them, just enough to piss you off. Why? Why? Why do you don't? Don't. Never mess around at work. Just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I say that now that I think about it, every woman I've ever married. You've worked with. I was working with. Hmm. Well, case in point. Don't do it. <laughs> well, I didn't marry my wife until we worked at separate places. Does that count? Where did you meet her? Yukonos? No, no, no. After Yukonos, I got hired to this little dessert restaurant in Canton, which is no longer there. And that is where I met Canton. Nancy. Canton. That's right, because Nancy was Nancy still is uh, a fabulous baker. Mm-hmm. Um, got her degree from the Culinary Institute of New York. Yes. Yes, I I seem to remember all this. I don't think I've ever eaten. No, she made she made uh, cupcakes that one day that we were at the the house with on the lake. Mm, okay. Um, she was baking cupcakes for well because she baked from the house for whatever she was doing at that point in time. Um, I I forget what it was, but she made some like little cupcakey things I don't know uh, how was that mm. it echoed in your cup it was pretty good thank you <laughs> all right so we're about 20 oh, minutes uh, and, what what I don't know if you've been watching the news but we actually made national news who did with this uh, Ohio green Ohio with this dump truck plowing into the back of an ODOT truck and blowing up in a spectacular explosion. I didn't and see it, that. Oh, do you look at you can look it up. It was on Reddit for crying out loud, which you know that's everywhere. Well, that's that's your favorite. We know. I love Reddit, but uh, no, nah, I mean, yeah, it was it was great because the ODOT cameras caught it, and so you know they could broadcast it everywhere. But th th it is literally the th and there was another fire car fire today three in three weeks within three miles of each other right and green it's crazy the car caught on fire on the exit ramp to arlington road today and, and then of course there was another wreck just south of that at the same time uh, yeah, it was dude it's it's nuts i don't know what the hell's going on. i've never seen or heard of so many car fires all right hang on hang on hang on the o dot No, it wasn't ODOT snowplow. Type in 77 oh, crash right. green and... Holy shit! Yeah. We're not talking tiny fire. We're talking fireball. Yeah. <laughs> That's the O face right there. Oh... Uh... Yep. Oh, I see. Yeah, that dump truck just 
Holy shit. My wife was caught in the traffic behind that. I was fortunate enough to look at my traffic app and say, uh, nope the fuck out of there and take all back roads to work. Was the guy, the ODOT guy, okay? Supposedly both of them lived, but I haven't heard any updates. Oh my gosh, dude, that's... Yeah, it's impressive shit. That's freaking... I mean, what was this guy thinking? Uh, I mean, I would assume he fell asleep or had a heart attack. And that poor ODOT guy had pulled off to the side of the road to pick up some trash before he got to work. Hadn't even gotten out of his truck yet. Oh, my. I drive past that gouge in the grass every morning to work. It looks like a, a freaking meteorite struck. And there's trees over here that are busted in half and laying on their sides and wow wow i i can't i wow i mean you just i i really hope that the odot guy is okay yeah um that was insane burke holy cow i don't even and, call and you- then the week before that a camry caught fire damn near in that same spot that brought everything to a standstill and then we had the fire today on the Arlington Road exit, which is a mile and a half up the road from where that accident just happened. Like, what the? Oh, it's not like it's raining or icy out. It's perfect conditions for driving. What the heck is going on? Uh, yeah. Um. All right. So, so before we go into our next segment, I, I, I okay, this was impressive. Uh, you, you got me onto YouTube and it has now made me sit back and go, Oh, I remember something that I saw on YouTube earlier that <laughs> Sarah Shookman is that we should, down the fort. You have shut up, Sarah Shookman. <laughs> uh, so I, I here, let me, uh, do, do, do history because I just watched this earlier today. No. Oh, I was doing a whole bunch of print stuff. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. Um. Oh shoot! I didn't watch it on YouTube. Now I'm depressed. Okay, so so I was, I was on Facebook, mm. and um. I'm I'm doing my normal everyday stuff and all of a sudden one of these one of these reels pops up and I about had a stinking heart attack because it was Amber Heard in the Johnny Depp defamation mm-hmm. trial and you can literally see her snorting cocaine while in the courtroom. She has it hidden in like a napkin and you can see her dig sniff and then she goes I'm seeing you're going the bold move there Cotton let's see if it pays off you're you're in a defamation lawsuit 
where you're saying that he's the drug addict, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you're, okay, somebody caught that well enough to post it and go, hey, here you go. How long <laughs> do you think it's going to take for the judge to see that? <laughs> oh I saw. Gosh. I didn't read anything. I saw a little post about Johnny Depp's lawyers found, uh, found out she was lying under oath, like went back through the tapes she, and stuff. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> they're, they're, already, they're already talking about perjury on her. I'm like seeing her go, honey, oh, she is so fucked. I oh, mean, yeah. Johnny Depp could have done all the stuff that he has done, but her lying and and just being a bitch. We all hate her guts, and she can go. Yeah, <laughs> she is so done, Burke. She's done. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> if she doesn't end up in jail, I, I don't know. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, we are uh, we are thirty minutes in, which means. We've got to come to a stop because I've got to put a commercial in here. Aww. Doesn't well, that excite you? My drink is getting a little low, so that's good timing. Now, I actually have I have put new music on. Some of it was in hopes of the doing... Uh, well, we're, we're still doing certain things today, but... Okay. Um, I, I, think, I think this song is deserved to take us out of out of our A block. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <sighs> reminds you of Thursdays, doesn't it? Uh, reminds me of the two concerts that I went to with them. Be right back. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. gentlemen a uh, little bit of some dick cheese there the big band version ah <laughs> oh, you gotta love it i'll check the hey share with me for a second uh-oh uh-oh people go ahead sir i just got an updated picture on the see doesn't that look like the front of a boat now Nice. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Hi. Ugh. Oh, I take a Kendricks there. Mm-hmm. That is a nice looking boat. Well, that's just the outrigger part, but yeah. yeah it's getting there. Ooh, I could do side by side mode. Oh no, no, I could. Um, apparently, I think I just stopped your sharing. Sorry. No, I, I clicked it off because. We got stuff we got to do. Uh-huh. We got a show to do. What the hell? 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 Long way to go, but getting there. Another coat of goo tonight. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one. Doctor, everything will be alright. Ooh, I, I do believe I do believe the movie that we're about to review started off with this song. I believe, sir, you are correct. Hmm, yes. Ooh, yeah. So today, today is a movie review day. It seems like we've been having a lot of those lately. 
But, actually, well, we had meatballs. Then something else. Leon. And then something else. Oh, no, we have not done two in a row. We had other stuff in between. We had Leon the Professional and Meatballs. And then we did the SNL yeah, Top we did 15. The... And what was the Top 10 that we did? You can tell that I haven't edited it yet. Uh, top 10 Vacations and Top 15 SNL Personalities. Well, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And then we were supposed to do Spies Like Us, which we totally forgot about. Ah, yeah. uh, well, we didn't write it down, and then it was gone. And instead, we've got this. We, we, we are going to do a movie review of Purple Rain. But then the next episode is a deep dive into Prince himself. And we may have bitten off more than we can chew with that, because man, that's a rabbit hole. Holy well, cow! I, I the the whole reason that I'm not ready to do that one yet is that it's a rabbit hole. There's so much. Like I was doing the stuff before Purple Rain, and there is so much. Oh, I know. That that he has contributed to w with other artists through that whole thing. He's been playing music since 1979. Yeah. It's. Anyways, anyways, we're gonna talk about Purple Rain. Uh, I know my brother Burke. Uh, the brown nosing son of a bitch that he is knows what this film has made as far as domestic gross i've got two different things but it is in and around the 70 million dollar range correct do you know what the domestic opening was i do not the first week that it was open it made seven million seven hundred thousand dollars which is weird because that was the budget for the whole goddamn film. Isn't that amazing? I, 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 they made back the entire budget in one foul swoop. Uh, um, I know that Burke's probably got the Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't have. Yeah, well, the release date was July 27th, 1984. Yes, my first year in, in high school. Your first year? Yes. I was like, damn near my last year. But anyway. It was 83-84, uh, 84-85, 85-86, 86-87. So it was the second year of high school. Okay. That makes a little more sense. Runtime, 111 minutes. Yes. Rotten. Here's I, this one I don't quite get. Rotten Tomatoes was, you want to take a stab at Rotten Tomatoes score? I'm going to say that they rated it probably 70%. Right on the money seven zero percent i think the audience rated it at about an 87 flip them around they only went 78 what 
I, that's why I couldn't figure that one out. I'm like, that don't that 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 that's not right. But well, it it makes sense because Rotten Tomatoes was not around when this movie came out. So most of the people that are sitting there judging this are millennials. Yeah, but you know. didn't see it when it originally came out, kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, uh, and and the movie. The movie after watching it, it is dated. It is dated for the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Now, does that mean that it's not a good movie? No, no, it doesn't no, mean that awesome. at all. No. No. Um. Well, before before we go any further, uh, synopsis. Uh, would you like me You're, to do the synopsis? I, I would love for you to do the synopsis. Because, yes, because you <laughs> always suck at the synopsis. Yes. Um, the, the, the movie Purple Rain is almost a documentary about Prince's life growing up in Minneapolis. There are certain things that are different. Uh, he does discuss the abuse that his mother took from his father, uh, and, I was extremely happy in watching it again to to remember that that a lot of of his father was was shown in him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had the same violent tendencies that his father had, uh, but he also overcame those tendencies, which is which was a a good thing. Um, it's kind of an it's kind of a biography of his life. Now, uh, Morris Day in the Time, another group out of Minneapolis, who I do believe Prince really made famous, even though yeah, it, it was he had a well, he had a number of groups that he kind of cultivated, yeah, and and wrote songs for and got put on the map. Yeah, I mean he was. There was brainchild kind of, you know, and the the uh, the nightclub that they they supposedly played at was the nightclub that Prince started out playing in, uh, and it is still there. First First Avenue, Seventh Entry, Seventh Street Entry is yep. what it's called. Uh, phenomenal place. Uh, I saw a couple of shows there when we were doing oh, we wow. were doing a tour that went through Minnesota, and they happened to be the only venue that was open the night that 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 we had nothing to do while we were there. Uh, so I I think Grover was with me on that one. Grover Washington and I headed over there. I can't remember if it was Grover or not. Um, gosh, that was like 12 years ago, 13 years ago. Why? I can't even remember 13 years ago. That sucks. Um, he, he, uh, the, the, the other part of this story is his mentorship of Apollonia, uh, which they didn't, that was one of the things that I was kind of depressed about was that they didn't go into the the mentoring that that was happening uh with her 
her and him. I mean, you saw the relationship between her and him. Oh, yeah. But you well, didn't I mean, see the, the mentoring where yeah, you well, where you that's saw the movie what, thing coming out, not yeah. You know, where you saw the Morris Day mentoring. mentoring instead of print. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, would you like would you like to know where on the charts this landed? What the album or no, the, the the movie? I would love to know. Okay. Uh, you want to take a guess as to what number it ranked that year? 1984. I'm going to say that it was closer. I, I'm going to say that it was in the top 10. Very, very close. It was number 11. Okay. But you'll you'll hear why in a second. Number one that year, Beverly Hills Cop. Number two that year, this one blows my mind, Ghostbusters. Number three, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Number four, Gremlins. Number five, The Karate Kid. Number six, uh, Police Academy. Number seven. Hold hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me The Karate Kid, which I think is a phenomenal film, was better than Purple Rain? Yeah. Well, no. I'm just saying it had a bigger box office share. Not by much. Dr. Karate Kid was around 90, and this one was around 70, so it was close. Okay. Uh, number seven was Footloose. Number eight was Romancing the Stone. Number nine was uh, th- uh, this one I can't figure out. Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. It was a great flick. No. No, but... it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No. Oh, yes, wait, wait, I'm it sorry. was. I'm, th- I'm thinking the one for his brother. I'm sorry. Yes, I like. The- I I did like the search for spot. Yes, except they got rid of Tim Cattrall and got that right. other chick. Yeah, that was like. But yeah. does I'm actually ooh I'm very torn on this because Footloose was up there as well and yeah. Footloose. Footloose, I think, in 1984 was my favorite movie that came out. And then the last film that beat out Purple Rain was the movie Splash. Which sucked. It sucked. It was was Daryl Hannah. He saw her butt for a hot second. It was cute. Eh, You know, it was a a date movie. Um, Films underneath that. Amadeus, uh, Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan, Revenge of the Nerds, Breaking... Bachelor Party, Red Amad- Dawn. Wait Amad- a Amadeus was awesome. Go on. The Terminator at 21. Places of the Heart. Arnold's going to be upset about that. Conan the Destroyer at 27. Dune at 28. The Gods Must Be Crazy. You ever seen that movie? Yes. Fantastic movie. Great what, flick. Um, I'm surprised it made it that high, but God bless Starman, The Last Starfighter, and Cannonball Run 2 at number 32. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it, it was a packed movie year. Big time packed. It was. Even I mean, even Cannonball Run 2 was not bad. Wasn't as good as the first one. Nope. But it wasn't bad. I mean, it's no Lone Wolf McQuaid. Best movie ever. 
<laughs> you know, you know, if we had had the box behind the counter when we reviewed <laughs> Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> Uh, it would be there now. Oh, and I do need to tell you this. I am bringing the movie page back, but it's not going to be movie reviews. It's going to be where we're putting. Oh, okay. The just, movies, uh, okay. as, you know, as far as just if our it's rankings top. Yeah. Our rankings. Got it. That's, um, that's cool. That, I, that'll work. I, I think. I love that. What? You didn't hear your spring? No. Your spring just went boing. boing. I didn't move it. I was trying to click the mute button a second ago, but I didn't move it. <laughs> it was probably the vibration from you hitting the mute button. It was the hilarious. Mouth? Okay, well, here. I Did hear... you hear that? No. I heard that. You heard something else, saying Wait, that wait, wait. I, I'd have heard that. Can you hear mine? Barely. See, be, I heard that. <laughs> but I had to pluck it hard, man. Damn, man. I'm telling you, your microphone is 100 times more sensitive than mine. <laughs> um, okay. So, let's uh let's let's dive into this little little flickster. Uh Let's uh, let me bring this up, and we'll go through the cast list here real quick. Uh, for those of you who don't know what who was, it, we've already said our our prince is in it. Apollonia Cotera. Cotera. That's with it. a K. Cotera. Yep. Apollonia Cotera is in this. Morris Day. Olga. Carlatos plays uh, Prince's mother. Okay. Very, very interesting to see him have a a Hispanic. What the hell is that behind you? Is that Apollonia? No. The head's cut off. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Apollonia is um, nude in this flick. For a moment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you... There was only three, like, actors, like, people who did acting for a living in this whole movie. Yeah. That's it. Well, it, I'll go into that in a second. Did, did you have the Siskel and Ebert? I did. Uh, okay. I am going to guess that... Uh, but, uh, back then, it was just thumbs up and thumbs down, so that's that's all you get. Okay. Uh, well, then it's going to be a thumbs up. Ebert said the movie was the best rock film since Pink Floyd The Wall, and the critics both gave it two thumbs up. Uh, yeah. Oh, two thumbs up. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. The critics gave them two thumbs up, so one from each. Okay. Uh... Prince had nightmares about Roger Ebert trashing this film. Literal nightmares about Roger Ebert trashing Not his film. Not just that. There's a lot of trivia to this to this movie. Oh, I, yeah. I, let's get through the movie first, and then we can hit our trivia stuff. 
Um, the uh, it was 1980s. The stunts were not the best. These well, there were no stuntmen in the film. They all did their own. Uh, actually, that's not true because there was somebody who rode the motorcycle no, for that was... Prince during the scene where they were driving between the railroad tracks oh, due okay. to the fact that they didn't want Prince to do that scene. Do you know what that bike was? It was a Honda. I'm not, I, I, I don't know what mm. I can, I could tell that it was a Honda by the engine placement, by the fact that the motorcycle itself was much, much smaller than the facade that they had on the front. <laughs> it was a customized Hondamatic Honda CM400A. I'm assuming the A stood for automatic. There you go. They can't be an automatic. Yeah, why not? It's a motorcycle. They make automatic motorcycles. Not Scott. really. Not really. No, and anyone that drives one is a pussy, and I'm not going to call Prince a pussy. I'm just saying. I'm going to have to edit that bitch out. <laughs> 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 Oh, all right, uh, you, you forgot to tell me to start my timer again. I, I'm not your bitch. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> I'm not the technical right. genius of this group. I'm. I would never call me a genius ever. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah. Never call me a genius. <laughs> uh okay, um uh, so we start out this movie in the first avenue. Uh venue. Mm -hmm. Uh with the song that I just played. Let's, Let's go, go crazy. crazy. Uh, which was the first concert scene that you see. Uh, while Apollonia is getting into her hotel and all, and ripping off the taxi driver and all that stuff. Uh, it was, it was very interesting to see the crowd scenes throughout this movie because you, you kind of forget that it was filmed back in the eighties. Yeah. And they kind of got strangers off the street. Strangers who would put little jagged marks on their cheeks and just, it was weird. Dudes with eyeliner that were, you know, wearing a wig and just, the yeah, it was, the, you know, the clothing like half adamant kind of looking dudes and yeah it is so hard to do a, a movie review about a movie from from that far ago because honestly you can't sit there and go well the costuming was phenomenal <laughs> <clears throat> that 
That's, I mean, you know, there was a shoestring budget even back in the day. It was. It was an extremely small budget. There, I, I mean, the biggest problem that happened with this flick was Prince's paranoia. Um, I mean, every person that was involved with this had to sign non-disclosure agreements. Apollonia wasn't even allowed to tell her husband because she was married at the time of this. And she was also at the end of her marriage and dating someone well, at the same time. <laughs> well, there, okay, when the movie started, she was still married. Right. And they, I mean, because I have some trivia shit about that. So do I. Stuff. Um, she wasn't even allowed to tell her husband what she was doing. Uh, yeah. Prince was very paranoid about people finding out what was going on. As a matter of fact, Apollonia, Apollonia hid her marriage to make it look like her and Prince were really dating. She also had to break up with the guy she was dating per Prince to make it look like Prince she, and her were dating. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot going on here. Man. Mm -hmm. it, it was the 80s, dude. I mean, you know. Uh, Prince is, um, how do I say this? Prince is a lot like Michael Jackson and Billy Joel, where they are micromanagers to the point of being annoying, but you know you're going to get a great project product out of it. Uh, so from that point on, he meets Apollonia. They... Flirt-ish. Yeah, they, they become a thing. Morris Day uh, plays on the stage. He he uh, he gets her let, to... Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> he, he gets her to jump into Lake... Lake Minnetonka? Minnetonka, and it's not Lake Minnetonka. It's not even um, a lake. It's actually a river. <laughs> it's a gross river, too. I mean, it just was... It was gross. Um, Apparently, yeah. she almost suffered from hypothermia because it was like November, and she did it four times and started turning blue. And man, that's 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 where you see the little nudie scene, <laughs> the, the the Apollonia boobies, um, which I I give I give them like a ninety seven. <laughs> that's that's pretty darn good. They they were. They were now. I watched it. I watched a video of her. Now, just it was it was filmed like four months ago, talking about the filming of this show, and that's where I got wind of her not being able to talk, tell her husband and stuff like that stuff. Um, I I, I will say, Apollonia's still doing pretty well, guys. She's still doing well. <laughs> it's a sad thing. Anyways, um, so the show goes on, and and we start seeing that that Prince is 
father is kind of an abusive man. Not just kind of a... He's... Yeah. He is the flat out, I will beat the shit out of you just because I don't like what you're saying. And, uh... Unfortunately, his wife was basically saying that she wanted out of the marriage and he was having none of it. Anyways, it becomes such an issue that, that well, a, Prince saw it so much that he kind of becomes his father. Um, and, and I think one of the neatest parts of, of the film was when uh, the gentleman playing... Um, the father, Clarence Williams the third. Clarence Williams the third looks at Prince after playing the piano and says, "Where's it written down? It's in my head." The difference between you and me. That's the difference between you and me. I don't have to write it down. But the one of the breaking parts of the film is after his father shoots himself prince finds the box with all of the all of the music that his dad wrote and it kind of brings the whole thing back to reality like like he understands now that his father was just a human being like he was i thought it was great i loved uh-oh. Oh, it's just the older daughter. Got home. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Say hi. Hello. Hello, Sam. <laughs> um, so I thought that that was very symbolic in the film. Uh, and, and then it even went around a little bit further because then Prince started just playing it from memory. Yes. So it all went all around in a big circle. So, yes. It... it it turned into it turned into a great big Minneapolis clusterfuck. What the hell are you wearing today? Save Ferris. Save Ferris. <laughs> All right, so what did you think about the film? I have always I've always loved this film. Um I like it if you just want to watch it for the music and the you know almost as a concert film. I like that. The writing is okay. It strings the movie along well enough. The acting was okay. It strung the movie on well enough. But when you look at it as a whole, it, it, you know, the the overlying story arc and everything, we were talking about come around full circle. Everything comes around full circle. You get a nice happy ending. Um, I like the movie. I have always liked the movie. I will probably always continue to like that movie. No, I just, it, it's just, it, it's, it's one of those movies. It's kind of in its own category. It's, it's never going to win. Well, I can't say that it did win an Oscar, but not for screenplays or anything like that. But um, no, it's, it's a, it's a solid film and you can sit it. You can sit down and watch that at any time that you want and you will enjoy it wherever, wherever you pick it up. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. Um, pr- 
Prince's protege, Vanity, was originally slated to be cast as the kid's lover. And they were actually dating at yeah. the time. What did you think of the change to Apollonia? Uh, I've never seen Vanity act, but I know she's a better singer, and I... I I, I, re I really wish I could have seen the movie where Vanity played the part as opposed to Apollonia playing the part. Okay. That's all I got to say about that. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, Apollonia is okay. She's very pretty. Um, doesn't have the greatest voice. The acting chops were okay. You know, I mean, there was a lot of just okay acting in this movie, but when you take it as a whole, it, it all kind of elevates itself up. So, okay. Uh, would the, you like to have seen Vanity in the movie instead? I don't know. <laughs> it would have been I, interesting, though. You got to admit. I think it would have been interesting, but um, Apollonia at the time was a lot cuter. Uh, she had better. She looked better, and I think that was probably the whole thing in the choice of using her instead of Vanity. Yeah. No, they uh, well, no. Prince and Vanity had a bad breakup. That's why Vanity wasn't in the film. Oh well, that may actually be in my trivia, and I may have <laughs> not looked down far enough yet. <laughs> Uh, because, yeah, I'm, I'm only here. <laughs> <laughs> You're barely here. I'm just barely there. Um, an earlier, simpler version of the unpronounceable symbol that Prince changed his name to during his dispute with Warner Brothers is painted on the side of his motorcycle tank. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was also on the front of, on the, the facade. Buildings. Yeah, Yeah, like. Like graffiti, and and somewhere in the alley, I think also. Yes. But. Um, okay. In the original script, the kid takes Vanity to the barn, and they make love during when doves cry. Vanity, um, Apollonia, I guess is what we'll say. Uh. Rain patters strongly against the barn and deep thunder rolls. The lyrical inspiration for the song Raspberry Bray was founded on this scene. <laughs> the scene that you guys never saw. Uh, Clarence Williams III and Olga Carlato were the only professional actors in the entire cast, along with Apollonia. It, what, it, it, you probably never saw it because you're a little younger. Do you know what Clarence was kind of famous for? Like the uh, show that was he was big in. It was called. It was called the Mod Squad. Okay. I don't and remember I, that. I just remember the gap in the teeth. <laughs> yeah, Mod Squad. He's got this great afro there's it's, it's like three people that solve crime or this the the white dude the cute white girl and 
Clarence. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I I liked Clarence in this. Oh, uh, I think he did a phenomenal job. He just died this past year, I think it was. Was it this past year or the year before? Um, uh, 2021, uh, age 81. I, I was going to say, we when we did our... Uh, uh, yeah, who passed away last year. He was on who passed list, away, right. he was on the list. Yeah. Um, I, I thought he was... He was really good in this role, and and there wasn't a lot of dialogue for him. There wasn't a lot of anything. But the 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 one time when he is sitting in the hallway smoking the cigarette after beating his wife and just sitting there shaking, you could. He was so good with the expressions that he was doing through this movie. Yeah, he he. I feel like he had to come up with a lot of that on his own i don't think he got a ton of direction but i, I think he did a great job with that role i i kind of think with the with the uh with the budget the way that it was for this film i don't think that there was a lot of directing going on uh and honestly i think that prince's hand in everything kind of stop the whole directing aspect of it i mean the director had done a short film called jazz yeah before he did purple rain so <laughs> yeah he yeah. he really he was, has... a, he was he was green he was pretty green um <laughs> okay i don't know if i the Prince's treatment of Wendy and Lisa in the film is pretty much how Prince treated them in real life. That is true. Uh, I watched I watched an interview as well this past the past week uh, with the Revolution, mm. and it was the entire Revolution minus Prince, of course. Prince was dead. Um, and they, they had some very candid discussions on how they were treated, uh, by, by Prince. Um, I mean, they were, I mean, in his eyes, they were just the session players. Yeah. They um, were, how, but the, the weird thing that, that mirrors the film and real life was, Purple Rain was one of the first songs he let the band help him write in real life, which then they translated into the movie, which I thought was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, make sure that you check back soon for part two of this podcast. On behalf of Burke, Scott, and the rest of the cast at the Davis and Davis Show, we'd like to thank you for listening, and we hope you return next week. Remember, we're not a law firm, and we just don't care.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.